Flying Casuals brought to you by Patreon supporters Brent, Wes Anderson, Jory Webb, David Bush, and Nate Edison. May the Force be with you. You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Flying Casual fan. I need some new sound effects. You have a whole soundboard. I have a whole soundboard. You know what? There's probably three programmed in there. No, there's only three that you remember. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Still haven't written them down anywhere, so I know what to to press. Do you have a label maker? They uh, road actually provides you a piece of paper. Well, it's not a piece of paper. It's laminated. It's really nice. You <laughs> write it on a paper. marker. Yeah, you would think that they would mm. allow you to, to title these things, but they don't. That's just what they decided. So I'll never afford another one of these again. So it's going to have to last forever. So if they come out with a new one, I, we're stuck with this. This is all that we this have. This is it. Uh, casual fam, we're back. Um, things are looking a little different. We're in the new base, but not the new studio. We are in the dining room of the new base. Um, There's not a lot going on. Things look a little different with the cameras, but we're getting there. I'm sorry. I thought you said this was the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. The cockpit of the Falcon is, I think, yeah, what we said earlier. That's what I heard you say. Um, Emphasize the cockpit. Um, So, wow, guys, I, I feel like we need a moment of silence just so I can rest for a little bit. Can we do that? Okay, okay, I'm ready to podcast. Okay. That was me resting and sleeping. Um, we did, Guys, this past week, we've just been moving everything. And everything I owned into this building, I, I don't know how, but things were coming out of the woodwork and the walls from the old house. I'm like, I didn't even know I owned this. What? Where? I haven't seen this in seven years. I don't know how much stuff I accumulated over the years, but it's all just strewn out through the house. Luke can attest to it. Luke came in and I saw Luke's eyes kind of bug out. He's like, whoa, this is like an episode of Hoarders. Slowly <laughs> backed out of the doorway and this, left. I cannot be in here. It makes me too anxious. Um, but you're seeing Luke in the flesh, in the studio, in the podcast. Let me hit that one right. Let's go. <laughs> Luke is eight minutes away from the new base, so he... I mean, what do you think? Two parsecs? Oh, yeah. You moved a good, good 10 parsecs closer than you were before. So Is that uh, time or distance? I, I, it's it's distance. It's both? It's distance. It's distance? Okay. okay. I'm confused. I am. Well, yeah. That we, we we usually are confused. That's okay. Um, I could be a force projection, though. You never know. Can you imagine if I thought you were actually here? And I'm like, hey, Luke, you need another beer? And I went to... And then you... Right through, right through your body, <laughs> right through your body. Mic. Oh, he lost his headphones. sound. His sound. You want to plug him in? I'll get him. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, these are. This oh is. This Getting is. A little excited. This oh is boy. podcasting live. Luke's used to being hanging out on his couch, <laughs> sipping a beer. Now he's in the studio where there's cables everywhere. Watch out for the cables. Watch out for the cables. Yeah. Um, guys, but I, I could. I, I've been very anxious the past week. A um, couple of weeks, actually, not podcasting. So super excited to uh, to get back into things. No, I haven't lost my love of Star Wars. No, Holly and Luke have not lost their love of Star Wars. We've just really been anxious and giddy to get back to talking to thing about things um, and getting to share it with you. Um, Holly, we have some housekeeping, and I just want to open up with your your book club. Can we open up with your book club? Yeah. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I hope yeah. that everyone had a great time. I yeah. know that I did. Yes. So. You did. We're going to do it again. Yeah. Next time, less sober. 
Ooh, I think that's probably going to spice it up. <laughs> spice it up a little bit. A couple bottles of Malbec will have been consumed yeah, before I start recording. Darth Malbec. Exactly. It's coming. It's coming. Phrasing. Phrasing. Okay. Phrasing. Um, it was a lot of fun, right? It was a lot of fun. And we had a lot of alcohol mm. brought to us, and we yeah. did not consume it. We but still we have did it. have a very good conversation. So if you guys missed that, go check it out. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. If you hadn't read Phasma, just go ahead and do it. Go ahead and read it. Good check time. out the podcast. Now, I will say this, guys. Being, you know, the the amateur engineer, I did, I did screw up the frame rate. Um, <laughs> so if you go to YouTube, you're going to see these guys you know moving like it, this and that's okay it is a little jarring it's a little jarring yeah. um it cleans up a little towards the end but the audio is still there so check that out and i promise you it will not happen again um you know still learning mm -hmm. still engineering and learning the uh the, the tricks of the trade but we're getting there um so holly i'm really sorry that was the one issue we had on your first hosting um, experience it's fine it's fine next time we'll be better no we all had a really good time and i think that it looks fine if you listen to it it yeah. sounds even better it sounds amazing and and big thanks to ashley and, and Paige for coming out the, it's insane because we all work together but we've all never sat down we've never had talked. those people in one room no. together talking about something that everyone loves now everyone so. but Paige has been in my office all at once <laughs> but Paige was the wild card there so we didn't didn't know you know what was going to happen but everyone is just so well spoken and and just brought in so many different perspectives right yeah it was really awesome that was super cool i was i was just like kind of I, like jory said i was just kind of stunned and silenced by what people were saying i was like oh my god thank god i'm not participating because i would come out with something stupid to say and you guys would just be like that, that isn't relevant just my end his mute him end him maybe <laughs> probably not probably because we not. still need you to actually do the engineering producing. yeah but that's the only thing i'm good for i here. mean mute him mute may him have been a thing no i will get myself a mic next time because like like brent or, or somebody said maybe wade or somebody said it was like mike was the child in the room that had to raise his hand <laughs> to ask to speak somebody get mike is, a mic that's probably how it should be every episode so um, so the next book. Let's go. Next book. Everybody's been asking. It's going to be Leia, Princess of Alderaan. And I know yeah. I announced that on our social media. So I think a few people have already gone ahead and picked the book up, yeah. uh, which is great. I have had a copy of the book in my possession for a long time and long I haven't time. read it. Haven't started it. Haven't even started it. It's a good one. I didn't lose it in the move though. Well, yeah, unlike the, the micro SD card that's somewhere. Mm. God, who knows? Luckily, who knows? Holly had a backup. Um, we have three and a half hours to record, so if we don't get it right, well, sorry. Um, will not be a three and a half hour episode, but other than the book club, Holly, what, what's been going on here? The base, the um, book club? Yeah, so one more thing about the book club. Yeah. We are going to do that conversation on Saturday, March 14th. Okay. Um, so everybody can go ahead and mark your calendars ahead of time, you okay. know, when you need to have the book finished by. Um, Say March 14th? March 14th. Okay, of 2020. Of 2020. <laughs> Just yes. sure. We're not going back in time. So, well, some people are slow readers. You may say March of 2021. That would be my timeline. You can listen to the audiobook. <laughs> you could. If you yeah. read one page a day <laughs> for the next year, <laughs> you will be ready. You, you might imagine? get there. Guys, that's sometimes what happens. If I read at night and I lay down in bed, and I will put the book up. I'll just hold my, I'm, first of all, my arms will fall asleep. But then I'll like pass out and the book just falls on me. Like I can't read. Now bed. that I live so close, Mike, if you want, I could come here. <laughs> hold the book for, for me. For like a 30 minutes while you're going to bed and I'll read to you. 
That would be actually and, and really just, amazing. I'll read you to sleep. Let's can we story do, time with Mike? I'll record Luke, it. <laughs> That's a Patreon exclusive if I've ever heard of one. Um, people That's will friendship, come. Phrasing. Um, so what else? Any other um, any other housekeeping items? Well, everyone saw that we have Luke in the studio. That's right. It's isn't it so much better, Luke? It, you're just like it feels like you're. I, I'm like looking down at the screen to look for you, but it's like you're here. here. I don't have to watch you here. You're I here. over here. Also, I'm over here. Luke and I know yeah. that we exist now. Yeah, we're yeah. here Wait. next to each other. Do you guys? Did you not know that before? Well, I, didn't, I didn't used to be able to see her. Yeah, we could that's never true. see each other. She would just well, a voice in that's my head. a lie. One episode, you guys saw <laughs> each other. Now, I yes, he's a real person. Holly's hand come into frame. <laughs> I do that a lot. I talk with my hands a lot. Yeah. So I will try to not talk yeah. with this hand as often as this hand. Well, you flare them around. There's cables everywhere. There's yeah, the rum and coke. I mean, it's 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 quite the. The people the need to see, yeah. so you know, right. maintain my camera line, please. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't get in Luke's no way. He here. will dump that beer on your head. Um, another thing about the book club, um, I, I <laughs> want, I want, you know, we had we had uh, Jory there with joining us via Skype, um, and there's going to be more people next time. And, and you guys had no way of seeing Jory while he was talking, so we're going to figure out a way to get that displayed on a television, so almost like we're in a, like a conference call with him, which I think will be really cool. So everyone yeah. can can see everyone conversing, and it'll be a good time. But uh, yeah, so I'm really excited for that upping the uh, engineering game. And Holly, are you feeling a little more comfortable now? You were nervous to begin with. Oh, that was the first conversation that I led. That's right. Was it my fault that I was throwing the pressure down? Yes. Okay. But if we get that Darth Maulbeck flowing, (laughs) it'll be fine. It'll be a six-hour book club. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, Luke has a hard out, though. So, I mean, it can't be six hours. Emphasize hard. Um, must be the rum and coke. Um, so that's our housekeeping, correct? We no that's other news. Um, guys, I, I'll show you the loft here soon. You patrons got an exclusive run through with the new base. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, but there was a lot less stuff in it right now. Um, it was like an episode of Cribs. I, I was really impressed, Holly, with your filming and everything. It was Thank really, you. really well done. But now, guys, it looks like an episode of Hoarders in here. So I can't <laughs> even actually believe I let Luke oh. in here. But uh, I was like, just follow the path to the table. and, and One extreme look. to another. Yeah, yeah. But the loft is is pretty overwhelming right now. Um, mm-hmm. So give me a few weeks. We got flooring coming in um, and all that good stuff. So we're going to be in the dining room probably for a few more weeks. Um, but then we'll have a studio going, and it's going to be fantastic. Um, so, Holly. Michael. We have something fun in store. Yeah. Is that correct? We haven't done a Mad Libs for a uh, while. Mad Libs. It's my favorite thing that we do. Well, that's not true. Hyperspace Inquiries is pretty good. But la- Mad Libs is a, is a, I mean, you never know what's going to come out of Luke's mouth. Right? Whoa. You know what I'm Whoa. saying? I mean, hell, phrasing. Um, so uh, last time I think we did, what was the uh, Yoda Mad Libs? Was Yoda. it not? Yeah. Which yeah. made things really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holly, what, what, what are we going to go with this week? Do you have one in mind? Um, yeah. So we're actually going to do Escape to Naboo Ooh. by Padme. Okay. Escape to Naboo. Okay. Do you guys remember the rules? I couldn't tell you what an adverb is again, but you know what? <laughs> Yeah, well, you can phone a friend. If phone, you a fr- phone a friend. <laughs> I'll call there you guys. Go. Okay. Okay. An adverb is yes. A verb that ends in l. That's r- okay. Yep. Like, Modifies a verb, my man. Okay. Quickly. Quickly. Okay. Don't use that one. Adding to example. a verb. I like it. Okay. Um, 
Let's go. Let's let's have Luke start this time. Okay. Uh, come in second. Phrasing. All right. Luke, give me a noun. Moose. Oh, I like it already. That's my oh, yeah. favorite. Okay. Yep. Michael, yes. adjective. Oh, my God, guys. Remind me what an adjective is again. Describing, oh, describing now, like colors. Criminy. Uh, um, characteristics. Uh, short. Uh, an adjective? Yes. yes. Sure. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Luke, I need one too. Oh, okay. another adjective. Mm-hmm. Um, There's lots of them in this mm. one. I had a better one than short. But well, you get uh, another one next. Perfect. How about... Come on. Jolly. I like it. Ooh. All right, Michael, adjective. Harry. Ew. Oh, we're just full of <laughs> adjectives. Well, Luke, give me one more. Oh, oh my God. It just keeps rolling. <laughs> it's um, a very descriptive thing. Yeah, we are see. describing Naboo, right? Well, that's um, true. Uh, intoxicated. Ooh. Ooh. All right, Michael. interesting night on Naboo. Hello. Uh-huh. I need a plural noun. Oh, Jesus. Um, that doesn't count. Space whales. Yeah, I like that. Purgles. Making our way to Naboo. <laughs> purgles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pur- purgles. Can we, we change it to purgles, space whales? Yeah. I he, forgot the name. I okay. He remembered. Luke, I also need a plural noun mm. from you. Plural noun. Oh, how about Ewoks? Ooh. <laughs> I like that. Little short hairy Ewoks. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. <laughs> no, the last one that Luke said was intoxicated, so. Oh, that would be a good night. On All right. They got into the Jawa juice. <laughs> Is that your type of liquid? Because that was next. <laughs> yes. It has to be. Oh, All right. Um, that's so funny. I need a number. <sighs> I'm, you know I will go with the juvenile answer. So 69. 69. <laughs> okay. Luke, I need an adjective. Mm, cumbersome. Yeah, Ooh. that's a good one. All right, Michael, give me an adverb. Oh, if you remember. Jesus. Um, is portly an adverb? Let's not use that one. We're not using. Oh, is it bad? I think that's more of an adjective. It does end in ly. It does. Um, um, slowly. Okay. Let's do that. Perfect. It is more of an adjective. You're right. Sorry, guys. English is all <laughs> off. It's, it's been, been a, a while. long time. It's been a while since I've used it. It's not your first language. It's not. No, you're right. French is, but we won't get. We'll talk about that another let's, episode. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was geonosian. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you, there it is. <laughs> I don't speak that. Luke's funnier in person, too. The timing The works. timing is <laughs> so timing much better. There's no delay. I love it. I need a plural noun. Mm. You and the plural nouns every time. I'm um, sorry. I'm targeting you. Yeah. How about... Uh, we'll turn your targeting computer off. Oh, yeah. Mm, um, no. Flies. Ooh. Like the insect flies. I want to do one. I want to do one. Okay, but you can't because you yeah. just have to do a noun. Just a noun. Laser sword. Oh. Fine, then. If I can't have a plural noun, then I'll have one laser mm. sword. <laughs> Take as many laser swords as you can get. I like it. <laughs> Phrasing. Um, <laughs> I need a noun from you, yeah. too. Too many inside jokes. How sorry. long does this one go? My we good. have Also phrasing. phrasing. Oh, okay. Holy wow. snaps. <laughs> a singular noun? Just one. Oh, just singular one. Singular okay. noun. Nope. Um, Astromech. Ooh. All and right. The, yeah. I never oh. know if to make them all Star Wars here, just whatever. Oh, I mean, yeah. Anything I think it's you good want. either way. Yeah. Phrasing. Okay. 
One more now. That's also something I say in the phrasing realm. I don't how, do. I don't know whether to make it Star Wars or not. <laughs> Is even my intimate life Star Wars? Probably. Who knows? Your best guess. What was my? What was my? Uh, a noun. A noun. A belly button. Yeah, it's just random. It, yeah. They have them in Star Wars, right? Do they? Uh, I, I bet Dex has I don't know the one. biology of that. Dex has Star like Wars eight universe. belly buttons. That's nice. <laughs> Can we take a crash course in Star Wars biology? Hey, there's a book for that. We just don't have it. I'll find it. What's the next one? All right. Last one's an adjective. Ooh. It, am I up? Yeah. Oh, another adjective. Um, romantic. Ooh. That's perfect. I hope it goes with the belly button. Yeah. All right, Holly. All we're right. on the boo. I mean, a, 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 an array well, of, of things are coming to my mind where we're going, but... Padme's going to take us there. Oh, wow. Padme can take Hello. me anywhere. Seriously. See? Natalie, Portman for days. All right. Let's hit it. All right. If you ever need to get away from the hustle and moose of a short city, <laughs> I recommend taking a trip to my jolly home planet, Naboo. Ooh. The lake country on this hairy green planet is one of the most intoxicated places in the entire galaxy. Right. I believe that, actually. Party on the boot. I yeah. mean, let's go. Yeah, seriously. Here, <laughs> you'll find houses with ancient columned pergols and babbling Ewoks Beautiful. filled with the oh, bluest, yes. purest Jawa juice you've ever seen. The Ewoks are full of it. <laughs> it. <laughs> They're babbling. Oh my god. They do talk a lot, so that fits very well. It does. It actually works. There are waterfalls over 69 feet high. Of course. And cumbersome ga grasses to get lost in. Ooh. It's the perfect... Sexy. <laughs> I love the cumbersome <laughs> grasses. Can't stay away. It's the perfect place to fall slowly in love. Ooh. In fact... Ooh. That's nice. Slowly. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Many newly flies like myself and <laughs> Anakin Laser Sword Walker consider the lake country on Naboo the perfect destination Ooh. for a honey astromech. Oh, uh, hello. I mean, I'm not sure what that means, but I like it's it. It's something. Yeah, absolutely. But be careful when you visit. The peace and belly button are so romantic. <laughs> You might not want to leave. <laughs> Everyone loves a good romantic belly button, right? Gotta have it. I don't Ooh, know. That That's debatable. A, that was a good one. Does it make you want to go to Naboo? Yeah, I mean, I, they, they, I understood them to be a very dignified, um, oh, you know, educated, you know, really kind of a higher class established people. I mean, it sounds like they yeah. like to have a good time, right? Well, but yeah. then you learn about the Ewoks. That they partied with I, I wouldn't have guessed yeah. that. Once Jawa they got juice. that shipment of enslaved Ewoks and jacked them up on the Jawa juice. Seriously, yeah. man. I mean, that's crazy. Well, shame on Padme uh, for enslaving those Ewoks. Mm, I expect better from her. I do, too. I do, too. But uh, yeah, you probably, folks, you probably learned something you didn't know about Naboo in that little installment of Mad Libs, Star Wars. All of which Wars. was factual. It is factual. That's straight from Lucasfilm themselves, right? Canon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else do we have, Holly? There's been, you know, quite a bit of news in the past couple weeks um, to, to briefly talk about. I mean, we're definitely yep. going to get to the, the newest installment of Clone Wars, but what's, what's, what's been going on casually here yeah. in Star Wars? So I guess before we talk about Clone Wars, let's okay. talk about, 
another series that we're told is going to come out. No, it's not okay. the Obi-Wan yeah. show. Yes. Although I would like to know more about that. Yeah. I don't think that there's a lot being released about that right Canceled. now after the last little. I don't think it is. Canceled. That's fake news. Fake news. Well, I'm, I'm a very, you know, what, what, do I, what do I call myself? A very stable genius. That's you. So, yep. I mean, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. yes. you know. No applause for yourself. Oh, there yeah, we go. But we got one of those. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about the Cassie and Andor show. Mm. Okay. Um, because I, no, I am, yeah. I was not a fan of Rogue Ooh. One when it first came out. I know. I know, Luke. Still I know. I wish I. Well, I don't know oh what to hit on the soundboard, but definitely not an applause. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, because now I can say that I actually really enjoy the movie. You it did. only took me like six times to watch it. Well, the last time we watched it, and and I, you actually admitted. I didn't even ask. You're like, it's actually a pretty good movie. It was. You yeah. just needed time. You needed. I time. did. Yeah, I needed you did. to stew on it. A little you bit. did. That's okay. Um, but. I heard Come on. that Tony Gilroy, mm-hmm. who, correct me if I'm wrong, was the one who came in and rewrote Rogue One. Part of it, yeah, part yeah. part of it, yep, yeah. Yep. Some of the scripts for that is doing the same thing with the Cassie and Andor show. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's going to align really nicely. Absolutely. I, I mean, it felt like we were probably going to get a little darker Rogue One um, before Gilroy came in, mm-hmm. but... I mean, from from what I hear, you know, that he contributed to the um, one of the best Star Wars movies that there is, yeah. I, I, in my opinion. It was pretty dark still. It was pretty dark, but I think you had so much success with him coming in and finishing this thing up. Why not bring him in and have him do the series? Luke, are you excited? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I enjoyed Rogue One as much as, oh. as you're describing as well. And if this is the guy who kind of pulled it together... Yeah. To be what it is, then you would hope he brings the same sauce Ooh. to the, the sauce. to the Special series. Sauce. And th- this series is really intriguing to me. I mean, as much as as, as enjoyable as Mandalorian was. Yeah. Uh the time that it's set in though isn't as rich with sort of potential characters that could show up. I th- yeah. This the time period that casting is going to be set in has a lot more potential for for tie-in characters that aren't of like a major yeah. major level so you're like okay, they're, they're never going to get you know big time uh, actors to come in for this yeah. at least you know who played like some of the main characters in, the, yeah. in yeah. the saga but you could have a uh a real life version of hondo anaka yeah like appear in this cassian series you could have that would be sick you could have ahsoka like this mm-hmm. this yeah. rob1 has ahsoka but yeah. potential um you could have Dexter Jetster. Let's go. Da- Daxter, Dex, Dex. Yeah. Still slinging um, uh, in- in- you Intel. Never, yeah, you never know. There's this. There's so many rich possibilities about people who could be around and running around in this era. Yeah. Uh, that could kind of pop up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kanan, Hera. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be... I've, I don't know. I, I feel like they need... They almost need their own live action kind of... Like I, I don't know something something early on maybe them first meeting or something like that I feel like they deserve that mm-hmm. because I had a moment 
was I looking at Black Series at work? You know, yes. On, on a break. Uh, someone, you know, informed me of one that's coming out, and I was like, what? And so we were checking it out or whatever. Uh, so which, which one is this? It was, I didn't even realize it had come out, but it was episode six, Luke Skywalker in his black oh, the garb mm. with yeah. a brown hood, and it was sick. Green laser sword and everything. And I was like, I, and of course, you know, my, my, my good friend uh, there, has a hookup for wholesale black series. And of course he put it on Amazon and sold it for $45 or whatever. I was like, bro, what the hell what happened there? Um, so he didn't realize I would want that. But anyway, so, well, are you paying willing to pay 45 bucks? I, I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I it, bet you weren't. But then I saw Keenan Jarrus and I, I've seen, I saw his black series at Meyer years ago and I knew I liked him then, but now I'm just like, I, I just saw his picture of even the toy. And I was like, he's one of the greatest characters in all of star Wars. He really is. And I cannot wait for Holly to finish Rebels. We're oh so close. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, you got to get there. Oh yeah. so close. He's just one of my favorite characters, and he's so powerful. He doesn't even realize it, and he's so knowledgeable, and he doesn't even realize it. And that's why I... He's humble. He's very humble. I, 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 he's just... Oh, it's, it's it's amazing. So he's one of my favorite characters, and if he came in, I would just be blown away. Yeah. I almost feel like it could take a little bit from Cassian, but let me ask you this. What's the possibility of someone like Tarkin? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like bringing back that kind of CGI. Maybe they do like a deep fake kind of thing now. I don't know. But like, right? I feel like that time period, you need Tarkin. You very well could have Tarkin. Uh, yeah. They might want to not want to make him the main guy. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to yeah. be some new Imperial that yes. they create for the series to Absolutely. be kind of the antagonist who's maybe... You know, working to track Cassian down as he's doing yep. his spy thing. Absolutely. And, you know, but yeah, this guy could probably report to Tarkin, and so you get little yep. little scenes with Tarkin. I think we'll get them referenced yeah. at any yeah, rate. True. I think we'll at least have some big names referenced, even if we don't see them. Because they're aware of those cells, right? I mean, yeah. they're the they definitely are aware of Phoenix Squadron. Uh, what what you know before they kind of grouped up with mm -hmm. the yeah. Rebels, so they're aware of these cells, and I'm sure they'll get mentioned at some sort. Um, or maybe even like Harris' father or something like that. Ah, Cham, right? Yeah, that's like good yeah. loop for the those references because uh, I can't remember. There's that. this other Imperial floating around in this time period. Um, something called uh, Darth. Darth. Ooh, Vader? Uh, yeah, I, I think, I've never heard of I him. I think I've heard of him. <laughs> I think he's more likely to appear in the Obi Wan series, but I think yeah. he'd be referenced. And you could even have a yes. like one scene in the season exactly. finale of Cassian where like. Is a close escape from Vader yes. or something, you know? I I wouldn't mind seeing Ben Mendelsohn again. I, I think he's a very busy man right now, yeah. but I wouldn't mind seeing him in this either. Um, I, but I guess he was kind of a main baddie in, in Rogue One. That would just kind of seem like it would be too repetitive. I, yeah, I feel like you probably couldn't pull too many of the characters from Rogue One because yeah. I feel like that might take away from them appearing, yeah. like Tarkin, yeah. uh, like that reappearance in True. Rogue One. But... I, I think that it would tie in really nicely if they were referenced. Well, I, I, they've done, you always want, you know, these big baddies that we've seen before to come back, but it every installment of Star Wars, whether it's, you know, Jedi Fallen Order or Clone Wars or, or Rebels, they always come up with really great villains. Yeah. The second sisters in Fallen Order. So cool. She's freaking amazing. Um, the second, right? Not the seventh. The, the seventh is the big one that I'm not the big fan of, but the second is a freaking amazing villain. Um, and, uh, why am I forgetting Fulcrum's name? 
uh, New Age folk. Oh, um, Callus. Cal, Agent Callus. Agent Callus, yeah. It was so funny. We were watching Rebels, and Callus had been around for a little bit, but Holly goes, I don't know why, but I like him. I love, I And I was trying to play it really cool. I was like, he's a dick. You don't want any of that. It's the mutton chops. It has to be the mutton chops. Seems too trusting, right? And then he was on that, then when him and Zeb went to that moon, I was like, I knew it. I knew he was good. Michael was like, uh, no, don't like him. It's sometimes really terrible watching things with Holly because she tends to, because she likes to talk a lot, first of all, during, you know, whatever, a movie or a show. And that's fine. Because I've usually seen it already, but uh, but she she tends to to guess what's going to happen, which can really yeah you know, take herself out of I'm it. I'm pretty good at that, but I'm really enjoying Rebels. It's a it's amazing, right? But someone like Callus, yeah, I think that would be really cool. But I think something that I'm looking forward to yeah. in the Cassian Andor um, series when it comes out is I kind of like the shows where it's maybe not. So it doesn't revolve so much around like the Jedi or the Sith or like that conflict. And it's kind of these smaller everyday people who are coming in and kind of taking ownership over this terrible thing that's happening. Right. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's empowering. Um, So I am excited about that because there's not like other than being like brave and good at what he does. There's not anything else that's like overwhelmingly special. Yeah. About Cassian. Yeah. And so I just think that that's kind of cool to see, you know, where he came from and his background and more of that relationship between him and K2. I'm really looking forward oh to that. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. And I think the the nice thing about new characters, you know, we like to see the familiar ones pop up and the ones where we can connect it to yeah. that book yeah. and that comic and, and, you know, whatever. And you don't always get that. But yep. at the same time, new characters... Uh, open up these possibilities for all these actors to come in that are like fantastic actors. When you look at who they were able to cast for the Mandalorian and, and, you know, like Werner Herzog and Giancarlo Esposito and all these people who are like really accomplished. And it's like, wow, like people will line up. They will to be in something star Wars. Like, absolutely. You know, it's like people are totally open to doing it. So to me, it's, it's so exciting just to think what people are going to be attached to this show as they, move towards filming and we start to hear some of the casting and oh carl weathers i almost forgot to mention yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's, it's so Absolutely. great to see these people pulled into star wars yeah and you might not be able to do that if it's some existing character that you're bringing that's in that's very true so that you know the beauty of those new characters is the, the new acting talent yeah absolutely see. i think something that people come to star wars for is the different planets and yeah. the different characters the different people or species whoever that you meet on these planets and so I think it's cool to see how they cast those and what kind of personalities they give them that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise, like Luke said. Well, and that's the cool thing about Rogue One. Rogue One did that a little bit, right? We saw, like, Jetta. We saw um, that very briefly, the the prison planet, wherever the Imperials were having forced labor working. You know what I'm saying? Wobani. Wobani. (laughs) The only reason I know that is re-listening to Leia. Nice. That's right. It, It is definitely, definitely in that book. And so... It, I mean, they didn't really go to these planets, and, and they weren't there, you know, for a long time. But other than Jeddah, but this has an opportunity to do that same thing. Intelligence. Mm-hmm. I'm going here. I'm, I'm meeting with this operative. I'm, you know, I'm going here. We're planting a cell there. Like, there's going to be so much world building. I think in this series with some familiar characters, so we could spend a little more time on the planets and learn a little bit of that. But 
one thing I, I really loved Jen Erso's story and Catalyst did a great job kind of setting us up for Rogue One. And then we saw her introduction as a kid, which was one of my favorite introductions of Star Wars. When Ben Mendelsohn comes out and, and just walking through that grass. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Uh, you know, crawl or not, it was one of the best opening scenes in Star Wars. I loved it. Um, but we got a little background with her, especially with Catalyst. But we never got that with Cassian. And one of my favorite moments in that movie is when she's like, you know, I lost everything. And he's like, you're not the only one. You know, I've been in this since I was six years old. Okay, let's see that. Let's see yeah. him get recruited and taken in. He lost his entire family. Yeah. You know, like, let's see him get taken in. Let's see what a rebel cell looks like from the, its infancy. And, 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 you know, I don't know. What it is they're doing? Are we going to see some of Saul? Will we see some interactions with Saul oh, Guerrero? Wow, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. That'd be fantastic if Forrest Whitaker could show right? up. Right? And the, he was willing to do, you know, the voice acting yes. for Fall, Rebels. Absolutely did right. He, didn't he do... I don't know if he did is that, is that not him? I don't know. It's, not, it's a great freaking yeah, impression if it is. Well, you so have a Saul Guerrero impression. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, it was supposed to be a Dumbledore. <laughs> it was something like that. And Holly goes, oh, no, it's more Saul Guerrero. And I was like, What? Okay, I'll it go was, with that. It was, though. Yeah, no, it would be great you know, for Forrest Whitaker to show up in that role again. Mm. Uh, I mean, I get excited about anything Star Wars. Same. But this, you know, Same. There's so much. There's so many roads to go down with the, yes. the Cassian series that it's, oh. it's really exciting. Just like even the, the what, you know, we know a little bit about the partisans and, and why there was a split in, in, in the alliance. But I, I would love to see that play out. It mm -hmm. does a little bit Battlefront 2 in the book. Um, but I don't know. I would really like to see that play out. Because Forrest Whitaker, I, I freaking love him as an actor. And I thought what he did with Saul Guerrero was... Because that was him. That, was, that wasn't, you know, a director saying, let's do this. That was him. That was him knowing what has happened to Saul Guerrero and embracing the fact that he's gone a little nutty, that he's lost everything he lost his sister he's 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 just you know he's at his last leg here in this in this rebellion and to to really play that more and kind of see where he got there and see Forrest Whitaker take us there would just be ugh, I would love it so much yeah that's something that um I saw an interview with Diego Luna and that's something yeah. that he said that he was really excited to do with Cassian's character is yeah. he's like you know, we did that in Rogue One where you know the end of the story because you've seen yeah. the original trilogy. That's right. And he's like, but we got to show you how it got there. Yeah. And he was like, so I get to do that again. I know what happens yeah. to Cassian, but I get to show you everything that leads up to that. And he yeah. said that he's like preparing himself to do all that acting and to get back into that character. And he's really excited about it. I think that's such a unique method of storytelling the fact that we know what happens to these people just for example like scarlet witch you know spoiler if you haven't seen uh you know uh avengers endgame it's not scarlet witch uh black widow well scarlet witch is awesome but black widow <laughs> bites the big one she then gets her own movie everyone's like why do we why do we care because she's already gone it's like <laughs> but you knowing that and seeing what gets her to that point and 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 it just makes it that much deeper to me. So I know this Sagrera is going to be lost. I know the Cassian is going to bite the big one. It makes me that much more attached to them and em embracing what it is mm -hmm. that they went through. Um, and but that's what Star Wars does, right? It gets you invested in absolutely. these characters and their story and their struggle. And they've been doing it. I mean, with the main line, like the the main saga too. I mean, we know Anakin becomes this thing. 
But like, it, that's what makes it even that much more heartbreaking is that this little kid who has really great moments and is a good person is consumed by evil. And it makes it that much heartbreaking. Is it shocking at times? Yeah, but it's like, you know, ultimately what's going to happen and it makes it that much more heartbreaking. And I'll be honest, Cassian, when I first, it wasn't that I thought Diego Luna was a bad actor. I just, I, I didn't get it, I think, at first with him. And then after watching it a few more times, I was like, he's freaking fantastic in that role. And I want more. And so I didn't really appreciate him as much because I freaking love Jenner. So I thought she was, I thought Felicity Jones was perfect in that role. Um, though some really disagree with me when it first came out, but I thought she was perfect in the role. And I, it took me a while to really warm up to Diego, but I am so freaking excited for that series. And I mean, him and K2 alone, like <laughs> is one of the best, Dynamic. you know, dynamics in all of star Wars, like getting more of that and seeing them, you know, get to that point. Cause it, it's, it's kind of, they eye roll at each other. Cause it's the crap that they say, they, they know it's coming. They know the sarcastic, but like, Getting him comfortable with that, you know, the way K2 is and kind of seeing that relationship build is going to be great. This could be one of the, I think this is, like I said, I think it's it's probably going to be one of the best do series. You, do yeah. you think that we're going to see them meet for the first time or do you think they're going to jump in right into it? They're going to be together. I think it's, it's, it's it, they need to show it, I think, right? Yeah, I could see that coming early on, showing how he yeah. sort of captured and, and reprogrammed K2SO because we know he's yep. a former Imperial droid that was wiped yeah. and, and reprogrammed. So that might be, some people get really mad about that stuff. Like, oh, I don't need to see exactly, like, I don't need to see the Kessel run in Solo. It's like, but why, why not? Why not? <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I don't mind that stuff. So I could see them totally just passing over it. And yeah, maybe he shows up at a Rebel meeting in the first scene. Yep. And people are freaking out that he's followed by an Imperial <laughs> droid. Yeah. And he's like, no, I just captured this. It's and cool. Wiped. That'd and be funny. They can kind of reference it. And just introduce it and get past it. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would be down with, you know, seeing it actually go, you know, happen. Yeah, I, I and am too. the transition from them being adversaries to them being yeah. partners. Yeah. yeah, if he's trying to kill him and, you know, the opening scene, maybe he's trying to kill him or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and then all of a sudden they become best friends. Like, that would be hysterical. Or would that feel too much like, kind of like the Mandalorian? Where you have, because they could do yeah. it like that, where yeah. they have like that conflict between our main character and the droid yeah. and then also show like his history and in, in flashbacks i yeah. mean that works it could it's similar but i think it is a little different because the mandalorian understands the ig uh, uh droids yeah, and what their true. purpose is and, and he's familiar with you know their 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 I don't even know what you call it their personality i guess he he, he understands he, when he approaches things it's almost like he knows him um but i think with 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 K2, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I think it's good. There's so much potential there. Now, there is a comic line, a brief one with the two of them that's set, obviously, before Rogue One. So, I don't know. I, I never read that one. But now that we have the freaking yeah, uh, the Marvel. Marvel Unlimited app, we need to tear into that. I think yeah. that's probably in there. Everyone should uh, let us know what, oh. their favorite, what their favorite comics are and what we should check out. Yeah, we're definitely hitting. <laughs> I mean, we got our money's worth already, I think, with how many comics we've read. Um, so they did do a line there. I'm not really sure what it all entailed, but it was, you know, kind of earlier stages of the two of them. So we'll check that out, mm -hmm. but I, I'd love to see it on screen. Love to see those two get to know each other. Um, so I'm excited. Bring Gilroy back on and dude knocked it out of the park. Yep. Um, and I mean, you know, um, Gareth Edwards also, I think was fantastic. And I don't think he probably gets enough credit for that film. 
Um, but it, the vision was his, and, and I think that Gilroy probably worked with that and made some adjustments, but ultimately it was Gareth Edwards' vision. So I, I couldn't be more excited for it. What's What, what else has happened? I mean, I mean, we hit that hard. I didn't think we would. We did. Holy I, cow. I probably could have kept talking about it. I didn't realize how excited I was. Same. You know, I'm like, 42 minutes. How the hell we, did we, we get there? We do have an actual show that came out to talk about we, it. Exactly. You can watch. Something that is actually out on the air. Um, yeah, what, what was that? Uh, I think it was Clone Wars. That's right. It was Clone Wars. Um, back. It's, it's so, Luke, I want to I want to go to you. Uh, it's been years since we've seen any new Clone Wars, though we've done rewatches. Did it feel like organic Clone Wars? Did were you just like when you picked you know when you dropped it off, you picked it right back up? You're just back in Clone Wars? Yeah, definitely. You could have dropped this episode into kind of any of the seasons, I think, and it would have worked. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, it had the old feel. Yeah. For sure. Everything was there. Uh, I think we, we are eating our vegetables a bit with this first arc. Yeah. I mean, the clones, I like that expression. Yeah. The clones, <laughs> it's great what they did with the clones yeah. throughout the clone war series in that giving them different, unique characters. Yeah. Yeah, and and focusing in on them, and it's fun. But like yeah. the stuff that we like go nuts for is the yeah. Ahsoka and Anakin and Obi Wan yeah. stuff. So th- this first arc we know is going to be focused pretty much just on the clones, yeah. which is cool, and it'll be it. And it was entertaining. It was yes. fun. Yes, and it was just old school Clone Wars, yeah. good, good time. But we're all kind of just waiting, yeah. you know, for Ahsoka. Absolutely, really. you know that's what this is all about. So. The meat and the potatoes, as yeah, is, the we main course. Yeah, we're, we're on the salad <laughs> course right now. I like salad. I love salad. Throw yeah. a little ranch on it the and knock it out. It's yeah. not. It's not the main. The main event. So yeah. you know they're gonna they're going to make us earn it. Absolutely. And I like that again that they're giving us a slow morphine drip. They're not yeah. Mm-hmm. pumping it in all That's at true. once. You know we can we can digest each episode and and watch it a few times in between. And this was a concept, you know, from years ago that Dave Filoni had that was produced, that was, they did the voice work. They did the the very, very early on animation. And they stuck with it, which is great. So, you know, Dave Filoni at the time may have been thinking, you know, I I don't know if we could take 12 episodes of the meat and the potatoes and then draw it out in that long, but he was probably thinking we were going to do more seasons. Maybe. So this early on, we're definitely getting some of that stuff that they had already, you know, produced and, and it was good stuff. And, and, and so I totally understand what they're doing, but yeah, I mean, Maul, Ahsoka, Anakin seeing Ahsoka for the first time in a long time, like it's going to be really heavy stuff. Uh, Holly, I was really, you know, I felt really <laughs> bad that we had to watch this without you having finished the Clone Wars. But I haven't even finished season one. That's okay, but you so, know generally what's going on. Yeah. So what did you think? Um, I liked it. I guess I don't really know enough about the context of everything else that's going yeah. in the background, so I can only tell you like coming in as someone who doesn't understand everything that happened in the last six seasons. Yeah. The entertainment value was good. Um. I personally didn't really love the clones that we met in the Bad Batch. Yeah. Uh, they weren't my favorite. They were kind of jerks, right? I yeah. Mean. 
I saw a lot of people being like, they were awesome. I love them so much. And I was like, huh, I'm sure I will. <laughs> but um, They were easier to tell apart. That's true. They which were. makes it a lot easier. They were. Yep, um, yep. We had that conversation before we started recording. We can remember mm-hmm. who was who out of all of them, which I guess maybe I'm really late to the party, but I just learned that they were all voiced by um, Bradley. Yeah, D. Bradley, D. Bradley Baker. D. Yep. Bradley That's Baker. impressive, too. And, and, doing and they all, the, all sound different. Yeah, changing it up just a little. Accents, I mean, oh. inflections, everything. So I thought that that was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, the... This the what 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 is good though I think about this final season is there's the they're hitting you know Ahsoka, um, her relationship with Anakin and Maul you know coming back and the clone stuff there's a lot of build up there's a lot of relationship building that you haven't seen yet but it was funny I was like hey Rex is that is you know the one with the beard now you've seen him in Rebels and. Oh yeah, okay. He looks a lot different now, but yeah, that's that's him. And I do think that it is interesting. Like, so I'm more caught up on. Well, I feel more caught up on what's going to happen yeah. in this season yes. to relate it to Rebels, since I'm still in the process of finishing Rebels. Yes. So I feel like those interactions between Ahsoka and Darth Maul are going to make more sense. Absolutely. So I guess I'm just watching everything in the opposite order. They will, and and reading the Ahsoka book will help with that too. Mm-hmm. And and it, yeah. So it's. Because it's the final season, you know they're not going to go on some, you know, purgle, you know, quest. <laughs> they're not going to do that. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that, at least. It, it was a bit surprising that we're still getting the Bad Batch and that there was no Anakin. There was no, you know, none of those big hitters. It was really the clones, and that was it. Um, but it is, I mean, the Clone Wars. It is. So they do play it is. a huge part in everything There's a clone or two running around. That's right. And and that's that's yeah. that's part of what the show is doing is it's humanizing these clones, right? Because, spoiler alert, spoiler alert for Holly, I, I mean, you know, some of these clones, oh, God, now I feel like I have to tell her. So these, the, these clones, Order 66 happened because they had chips put in their mm-hmm. heads, and some of them removed the chips or the the ship malfunction whatever it is that they did some of them didn't turn um and that's the ones that I we got love that from and rebels. Know. you got that from yeah. exactly because you saw the ones that were out in that barge kind of you know i i have a quick sort stuff. of like power of star wars tangential <laughs> story for this yes. so i called my brother last night who uh stepped out of a bar in chicago took a break from his bar hopping Jeez. uh to to chat with me on the Let's street go. for a minute Let's and, go. and mainly what we talked about for the while since the new episode had just come out was was star wars and clone wars and everything and he is a um yeah, a doctoral student at uh university of chicago in like Dang. um sociology and, and you know he's been into philosophy and ethics and all that um so he, he can talk about that high-minded stuff and mm-hmm. uh we got into a little conversation about kind of the the ethics of having these real life beings who are just like cannon fodder yeah you know it's one thing on the separatist side they have all the droids and like they're not living things but that the republic is using these living beings to go out and and fight and 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 die and yeah large numbers uh and they get into that a little bit in the series which is quite amazing because it's just kind of all brushed over and they're basically robots in in episode two and three they don't get really humanized too much Absolutely, and that, and throughout the, uh, uh, you know, throughout the the series, when you get through the whole thing, 
it really does dig into some of that. Yoda kind of reflects on it a little bit in the series about, you know, he talks about the clones being individuals mm-hmm. in the force, you know. I think you saw that episode. I did. And um who uh the one clone that the Bad Batch is named after what are they clone he's clone 99 or something yeah 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 he was you the saw one who was doing too. all the janitorial stuff exactly. right yeah. and yeah. he he kind of said that to them too he's like yep. you're not just clones exactly to me. yeah that's a great so you and your brother were having a, a conversation about kind of humanize like we can't just gloss over these they're human beings yeah. right that you can't and so you need to do that for the kids too, because if you just are seeing these, just these, these humans, just kind of whatever, even in the beginning of episode three, uh, Anakin wants to go help the clones, right? At the beginning of the movie, cause they're getting, they're getting shot down and yeah. Obi-Wan's like, no, they have they, their, they're doing their purpose. Yeah. yeah they're serving their purpose. Yeah. yeah. Can I say, and I, I know I posted this on Instagram when we yeah. watched it on Friday, when the episode aired too, because I feel like, I like how the Clone Wars, every episode starts out with a quote, and I feel like those are very meaningful. Yeah. But this episode started out with a quote that said, embrace others for their differences, for that makes you whole. Yeah. And I just think that that, I mean, we could do a whole episode breaking that down. And oh, the way that the we should have recorded Luke and his brother talking. Right. Seriously, <laughs> that would have been a Patreon exclusive. To do that. Seriously. Um, but I just think that, like, that's such a huge thing to say, especially, oh God, yeah. like, right now with how divisive everybody in the Star Wars community is being, and then you're going to air this episode that kind of, you know, also speaks to that just maybe on a different level. But here we are having the conversation Mm -hmm. about like humanizing them. And yes, it's a fictional show, but it's still a children's show. And so what are you telling kids? And you have to have that message in these shows. And Mm -hmm. I just think that, you know, I don't know. I just think that those are good models to go off of, especially when you're reading into it, like how it reflects in our society and Mm -hmm. like the way that we treat other people. Well, they're doing it with the droids, too. I mean, throughout New Canon stuff, you're really hum- humanizing them as mm-hmm. well. So it's, I mean, they're, 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 it's everywhere. But ultimately, Luke, like, what, what's your brother? What, what did, 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 there was something from the books that he was, you know, hitting hard on from his research to talking about the droids was ultimately, <laughs> did he tell, you know, because it's funny that we started off saying, you know, this episode wasn't exactly the meat and the potatoes. But then when you think about that and what you guys talked about, like, it matters, you know, it does matter. It's not just a throwaway episode. And there's a line from this season where the, the clones say, we have our own opinions on the war too. It's like, right. damn. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think part of what, what George was maybe doing with the whole concept is, is showing the sort of corruption of the Jedi. Yeah. And that, yeah, their fall is brought about by an outside actor in the, in the Sith. Yeah. Um, you know, manipulating things and, and, and working behind the scenes and, and ultimately kind of overthrowing them. But the Sith was allowed to do those things because they sort of had lost their way and yeah. getting drawn into the war and being okay with all of these beings. Every being is part of the force. Yeah. Uh, these, all these beings being drawn in to, to die mostly mm-hmm. for it. And, uh, you know, that, deal with the devil they made to, yeah. to say in their hour of need all right we we have to fight this we're going to go with these clones and and not not wrestling it with it too much and just diving into that and that that's probably you know leads yeah. to their inability to you know connect with the force in the way that they could foresee what was going to happen the way that mason and yoda talk about how you know 
we, we can't tell the Senate that we've lost our ability to yeah. kind of look into the future more with the force and, and things like that. That's a great point. It's part of their corruption. Yeah. Yeah. The, even, but even Mace says at one point, he realizes like we're, we're keepers of the peace. We're not soldiers. That's for Mace. But I mean, they have this army that was created on their behalf. They're in a desperate time. Yeah. What else are you going to do? <laughs> you got to use them to go save the Jedi that just probably, you know, made a bad decision to in, invade Geonosis and, and show up and try to, you know, end um, Dooku there. And it probably didn't really think about, you know, the long game. Um, so, yeah, there's just, God, you could dissect that entire time period. I, I mean, with the creation of the clones and what were their alternatives? I mean, they didn't really have any. The Republic didn't really have an army and it was, it was not a, an idea that the, the, the wars were over. Um, the Jedi were in much far fewer numbers than they were before. So uh, they were ill prepared and, and they made bad choices. And like Luke said, they made a deal with the devil and ultimately it, it was their downfall. Um, so it's God, we could, we might have to just do an episode all about that. Bring your brother in, have him call in. Yeah, we'll call him up. Even if he's bar hopping and give him a little, he'll step little outside. loose. Like I said, it's Star Wars, he'll step outside for a quick Star Wars talk. Uh, yeah, so the, this episode was, I mean, it, it, it was kind of unfortunate because I had seen the, you know, the one that was produced early on with the bad animation. I had seen that already, so I kind of knew what was going on. Um, so that kind of ruined it for me, but it was cool kind of seeing their interactions that they are so unique. And I loved the, the, I don't know what you call it at the beginning. What, what do they call know. those? I don't know. Uh, the sort of like newsreel intro type. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but what, what was this? What did they say at the, the beginning that about the, where the quote is? Yeah. What, what you was want me to that? Repeat that? Yeah. What was it again? Uh, embrace others for their differences for that makes you whole. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's such a good show for kids. It really is. There's a lot of, you know, killing and, and they keep it, you know, very PG, but it, there's a good message there. And, and that's so when you want to just write off, you know, the clones and their episodes, you, you, you know, you can't because we could I, we could literally talk for hours about that. And that's yeah. why I'm kind of cutting it's us not off. The clones fault. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, they were created. I mean, they're doing their job, but some of them are making choices and that's. But That's even awesome. then, they still have to prove themselves to the Jedi later. I mean, if you if when you watch Rebels and yeah. Ahsoka sends them down to get the clones, yeah. I mean, Kanan doesn't trust him for how long, and he holds it against him, Very and he true. blames him for Order 66, and it's not his fault. And <sighs> he has to prove himself all over again to yeah. earn the trust of Kanan. And it's like, Ugh, that's I get a punch it, to the but gut. Yeah, you don't, you don't. You just have to feel bad for them. Yeah. Which I didn't I, ask for it. I believe Caleb, uh, Caleb, Canaan <laughs> uh, and his master uh, make an appearance, I think, in this season at some point. It was just like a slight cameo or whatever, yeah, him yeah. as a younger Jedi. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and I know, I know there's an Order 66 um, level or scene or whatever in Jedi Fallen Order that I got to get to. And I'm sure it's just going to be insanely heartbreaking. Um, I didn't know that was coming. Well, spoiler. Ooh, thought wow. you'd beaten the game already. This I is haven't. awkward. <laughs> Whoops. Awkward chirps. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Are there crickets in Star Wars? Uh, 
Uh, probably, but they're probably something, you know. That will eat you or. Yeah, yeah could 10 be times like, the size. Yeah, much larger. Yeah, I feel like things. everything is bigger in Star Wars. Yeah. Phrasing. Phrasing. Uh, oh. Um, but uh, anything else about the Clone Wars? It was a solid episode. They, they go so quick, though. Yeah. So I was like really invested. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. In 20 minutes. I was like. It'll be, it'll be easier to talk about it once the arc's over. Yes. You mm -hmm. see the full like yeah. mini yeah. mini series essentially that the arc in, entails. So I think this Absolutely. Is this supposed to be four episodes for the first arc, I think? Is it? I yeah, I have no idea. I, I think there's 12 episodes, so I think the idea is we might be getting three four episode arcs. That makes sense. That uh, makes sense. So, we'll have three more of this bad batch kind of yeah. series and, and it'll be a lot easier to talk and and the whole like what did we learn? What do we feel? Yeah. From the the whole arc, once we get through Absolutely. it, absolutely. Because Echo's out there, right? I mean, somewhere yeah, that's what we find given out. information somehow, whether he's brainwashed or what do you think tortured? Because they're gonna go find him, right? Honestly, I need Luke to refresh me on Echo because that was so long ago. I don't even remember what was going on with he was supposedly killed, but I don't remember how. Yeah, the the deal is they lost him on the mission um, to the Citadel, which was like a prison type place that. Uh, there was this creepy alien guy who was running the thing for the uh, separatist side of things, and he had all these like traps and things he was unleashing on the Jedi who were there. Yes. Um, Anakin was there, and uh, Tarkin. Tarkin yep. was with them on That's that right. one. That's right. And uh, the Jedi Master, even Peel, who was like uh, the guy with the long Yoda-like ears, yeah. only he's human flesh-colored yep. and like slightly taller than Yoda, and a scar over his eye. Yep. Um, he's in that series, and Echo dies, or presumably dies, God. on that mission. Yeah. And that's why uh, Rex is shocked to find mm -hmm. him, um, or evidence of him potentially being alive yeah. in this in this episode. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. So we'll, we'll find out more about that. I cannot wait to get into the Ahsoka stuff, because we'll hopefully we'll tie it, we'll bring in the book, because the beginning of her book ahsoka we have the mall and ahsoka confrontation and we see that in the previews is that the moment i don't know we'll find out um but when she sees anakin for the first time holy cow that's gonna be interesting i cannot wait um and obi-wan too i mean obi-wan it's I, I don't know i'm excited i i don't know what to say too excited He's speechless always speechless i just ramble um <laughs> So anything else about the Clone Wars? We're just excited. Yeah, we'll see what happens next. We're just excited. Um, any other news? Anything else worth discussing? Um, I'm sure there is. I think there's probably a lot, but um, I guess to wrap it up, the only other thing that I thought was kind of exciting that's coming out is they're releasing The Rise of Skywalker on Blu-ray. Yes. That'll be March 31st. Yeah, watch yeah, party. They, Luke. Uh, <laughs> but the digital release is two weeks earlier. It is. It'll be getting is that He'll what be you're going to do? I, yeah, I'll probably ha not be able to wait. <laughs> you know, because the second viewing is just yes. gnawing at my Star Wars soul. Yes. And uh, I, I love that Brent posted in the group about the release and kind of <laughs> called me out a little bit. He did. Ribbed me he a did. little bit. And he's, you know, it was all in, in good fun. But uh, yep. I do legitimately feel shame for not, not having more viewings under my belt at this point. So I swear... That's okay. You know, to all of you out there and, and to, to Michael and Holly, I'm going to watch this thing like once a week for Absolutely. a couple of months once once I get my hands on it at home and have a, that quicker access to it. So it's, it's I, w I was curious. I don't know if you guys you know, wondered about this. 
when uh um when last jedi came out you know the home release it was in march as well after yeah. the december release and i i assumed that was kind of uh fast forwarded yeah rushed um to get it out before solo hit theaters in may and without another movie coming out like that i was kind of curious if we'd get get the home release so soon yeah and so i was really pleasantly surprised that that we're getting it in march too and it's not i don't know over the summer or something but yeah. uh yeah. so yeah just so thankful that it's coming earlier absolutely rather than later and i think they want to show people because some people were disappointed by its box office results which made over a billion dollars worldwide i mean that's impressive alone but uh, get out there they're going to sell a ton of copies of this oh, because yeah. people are going to want that tangible end to the mm -hmm. saga or i can't imagine people are going to wait for the box set or they'll just get both because that's usually what i do yeah um so they're gonna they want to show people where we still have the ability to do yeah. sales and i think a lot of the stores what target best buy and walmart oh, yeah. i think are coming out with their own versions yep. of one of each yeah so i think what's going to be different about about the different stores i think they, they typically just have it's the tangible stuff inside. I think the yeah. extra booklets and stuff. I can't imagine they would have extra footage in a. No, I don't exclusive. think so. I think it's just the cover of the movie yeah. or the casing that comes in. But collect yeah. them all. What? Oh, but yeah, I will. that's the thing. Like they're making these movies now. The cases that they're putting them in are more like a book. Yeah. Like I feel like some of them even have like extra like little pockets and stuff in them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess um, a closing question for Come you guys. On. Come on. Since I think. There are a lot of people who were not satisfied with the movie, and then there were people like me who were surprisingly satisfied. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you guys want to see in the deleted scenes? Luke. Big question. Yeah, I think uh, I'd like to see a little bit more the the exposition at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Is so rushed. It had a feeling to me like like Rogue One. The first time I saw Rogue One, to yeah. go back to our earlier discussion, it does take you through bam, 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 these scenes on different planets, one after yep. the other. Absolutely. And it's like, it's a little uh, head spinning yeah. at first. And Rogue One kind of settles in and settles down and you really get to focus in on on, on the characters uh, and you're not hopping around so much. Mm -hmm. Rise of Skywalker doesn't slow down as much, which is yeah. one of my like um, only one viewing under my belt issues with just taking it all in. Yeah. Uh, so, but that opening bit with kylo on um mm -hmm. what i understand is uh it's mustafar it's right? mustafar yeah i would like a little more time with that yep yep and i i think does he go to vader's castle is that where he finds the wayfinder or where i don't where do we think he does okay. I, I, I it's a different i don't know because we don't know we don't because well time has passed and the planet's kind of healed itself from what I understand. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know where we are there. Yeah, I mean, Mustafar is, is for Revenge of the Sith being my yeah. second ranked movie <laughs> of the saga. We'll talk like about that have, in another episode. To have <laughs> Mustafar appear in a third movie now. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I, I would love a little more time there because it's such Absolutely. a significant location for the saga. So I, I could do yeah. with a little bit more about mm -hmm. what's going on there. I need to see the movie again to know what deleted scenes I would kind of want to see what I think probably happened. And they said, oh, cut that out. <laughs> Don't do that. I yeah. want another director in the Jedi mm -hmm. documentary. You have me saying documentary again. <laughs> documentary. Something like that. I want to see that again. 
that was one of the most interesting oh, yeah. things about that that box set that I got. The the film I love, but just the it, seeing how the film is made and the interactions and the stress that these people are under and budgeting and sets and stuff. It just though I know you know all of the like it's it's a fake world that I love. Seeing them put it together, I, it doesn't make me believe any less that it's real. Yeah. I just love how I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I still believe it exists. Um, but it was just so awesome, and I thought that was so unique. And they, they always do something with behind-the-scenes stuff, but this was extended, and it was raw. And I yeah. thought it was a little vulnerable, especially with how Mark Hamill was feeling at the time. And I was like, wow, how am I seeing this right now? Yeah. Holy cow. But. I don't know. I'd love to see something like that. You're right. That's one of the best right? special features out there. I think I, I, I love special features as well. Yeah. And I think the gold standard is what Peter Jackson pumps out for the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and the Hobbit. Still need to see it. They, he puts out, you know, those movies are long enough, Yeah. but yeah. he puts out special features that are like twice as long yeah. as all the movies and they're fantastic. <sighs> but I generally only watch them like, one time through and then you don't go back to the special features as much because more often you go back to the actual movie yeah but the director and the jedi i've watched at least two or three times like it's it's so enjoyable and so so in everything yeah that yeah we i would love to get something a little more in depth because for force awakens you didn't get anything quite that in depth Uh, so i don't know if jj's down with pulling the curtain back that much or i would i hope so and and maybe they i don't know because it was such a I don't know. I think they did that thinking that The Last Jedi was going to be as, as loved as The Rise of Skywalker seemed to have been. And they were like, hey, we're going to have this cool access. And then maybe, I don't know if they did all that after people, you know, didn't get the, the welcome that thought that people thought it was going to get. And then they're like, well, we'll throw this extra thing in here to make it even sweeter. But I thought it was one of the best things. It is something. Like, I do just put the movies on, but that's something. I'll just put it on and let it play in the house because to me, I don't know why, just... It feels like part of the movie. It's crazy. I the access is just I cannot believe they gave it to us and they probably never will again. Um, but it was fantastic and I, I hope they do something like that. But I'm gonna get back to you on that, Holly. Okay. I'm gonna watch the movie when it comes out again yep. and I'm gonna find out what the hell I think it should have had. Can't wait to hear it. I, I think there's there's something in there that I'm sure that I, I wanted to see. Um, probably more Ben and Han time, but oh, that, okay. that would have been nice. I think <laughs> a lot, a lot just of for people, a good cry session. right? <laughs> yeah, just five <laughs> minutes. We got to cut this guys. You're just crying here, but do yeah, it again. Do it again. Um, uh, Harrison, know, can you cry? I heard a lot of people were talking about how they wanted to see like Anakin and the deleted scenes oh, and yeah. stuff. I yeah. think I said this when we were doing our theories. I just, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't, that's not something that I was looking for. Uh, yeah, yeah I was totally. Yeah. Cross my fingers for Hayden to show up on <laughs> Sorry, screen. Sorry, Luke. Man. <laughs> yeah. But um, the concept art, though, we saw looked cool. It had the vibe that we all kind of thought we were going to see with all the Jedi standing behind Rey, right, and mm-hmm. speaking to her. That was cool. Um, so it is kind of cool that we're seeing this this leaked um, concept footage. But, yeah. yeah. I um I know I kind of put you guys on the spot for oh, this no, one. Oh, that's okay. Um, so... Next week when we record, yeah. we will you guys will not be put on the spot because I'm throwing this out here That's now. Okay. Um, I know in the group, a few of the um, guys were asking, you know, what's your favorite score? 
Um, and so I think that it's time for us to do a meditations and next week we'll let everyone know what our favorite scores are. Absolutely. Um, so look forward to that next week. Download them all on Spotify for the work week, you know, listen, I'll repeat. That's right. Take your notes. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah. That's one, that's one that, you know, not a lot of people talk about. They appreciate the music, but yeah, let's. Let's dig in what we like most. A little and, and John Williams appreciation. Hey, yeah, a lot of John Williams. <laughs> um, Are we st- we're sticking to the main saga again, I assume. I think so. Yeah, okay. maybe a John. Maybe not. We'll throw a Rogue One you know in what? there too. Solo. That's kind of, that has good stuff. I'm down. Let's. If do you it. like the score in one of those better than the others, then any okay. Star Wars score or Clone Wars or anything. Oh, right. the show. Cause that just uh, that doubles your your. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it should go beyond uh, the movies. <laughs> that's getting a little crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Um, you uh, patron supporters, we're going to be scheduling our February uh, casual council here soon. I'm going to be hitting you guys up, so expect that here on the podcast soon as a nice bonus episode for you guys. And we've we've more than doubled our Jedi um, Master tier on Patreon, so it's going to be a full house. Um, so expect really awesome stuff. Expect to see some new faces and, and learn some, some new stuff about some of our, our best fans. Um, looking forward to that to a lot and still uh, this move kind of threw me off, but I still need to schedule trivia trials. Holy cow. We'll get um, there. Just let me clean my house first and then we'll, <laughs> we'll get that done. Um, so, so I apologize for the delay, but we've just, you know, been, uh, been under a lot of pressure and a lot of stuff going on, a lot of change. So bear with us, but we'll get that soon. Um, and yeah, I really think for doing an episode in the dining room, that wasn't too bad. Holly, thanks for being here. Luke, this is the first of many, and I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. More to come. Enjoy your week. Keep flying casual.